0: Briefing team. Here's the mission. Learn about the subject through research, reconnaissance, and speculation. Then we assess the target. Are they acceptable, or do they need to be decommissioned and re established? If option two is decided, then we move in loud and obnoxiously to wear down the target and its defenses, allowing the target to be susceptible to character assassination attempts. Once the target has been removed, we set up our own opera- operative in their place, completely unbeknownst to the surrounding populace. Any questions? Good and let's make like a baby and head out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like that was pretty good right? That was pretty, right like pretty, pretty, the the baby part pretty pretty in character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, speaker. <laughs> um anyway, very nice. welcome back to the Popular Apocrypha podcast. Um, I'm Team Medic Riley and today I'm joined by Team Communications Expert Tyler. Hey, yeah, that's you. That's yeah, me. He he gave a, a rock on <laughs> symbol which is completely horrible in audio podcasts (laughs) whatever and uh team heavy machine gunner nick do i just like salute the mic no no one can see if you salute the mic you can do it anyway then i won't do it but you just did it i saw you do it twice (laughs) (laughs) how are we doing
1: guys i think we're doing good (laughs) i think think it's a good thing i think that we do good and
2: well Ooh. Mm. gel or wood grammatically incorrect
0: Grammically, as well. Grammically. <laughs> <laughs> Grammically. Um, <laughs> great. I think we're doing swell. So poppin'. Um popping. If not already clear, today's episode has a uh, military theme to it. Um, but we were talking about G.I. Joe today. Correct. So I thought I'd start out today with a little quiz. Cool? Okay. Um, it turns out that the uh, lore of G.I. Joe is both equal parts expansive and not very fleshed out in mm-hmm. that G.I. Joe started out as a toy line that then spun off into comics and TV shows and, and movies and all this stuff. Right. So the like the whole of G.I. Joe's lore is kind of built within comics and movies but that all do their own spin on it. And then if you dive into each individual character's release within the toy and movie line and how they contribute to the lore, it's ridiculously expansive. Right. So again, both equal parts expansive and not very expansive. So what I thought to kind of do, something to do to get a little bit familiar, is I'm going to give you guys the name of a G.I. Joe character, and then you have to decide what exactly that character does within G.I. Joe based solely on their name alone. Oh my goodness. Cool? I'll give you four options. Only one is the correct answer. Multiple choice. They're multiple choice. Perfect. False. Uh, no. That's, that's not your how <laughs> the that's, that's <laughs> choice works. yep. <laughs> You'll get all of them wrong if you <laughs> <can>. <laughs> um, no, but, no, 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 no. False information specialist. <laughs> Oh, the character's name is false. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's great. Um, Anyway, there are five questions in total, and you're competing against each other. Are you ready? Okay. All right. First character.
1: What? What? Dibs on what? Wait. Wait, I do have a question, actually. Do we just both blurt out the answer? Is it going to each one of us, or...? Um,
0: I will list all options, and then you will each pick an answer. It could be the same answer. Okay. Uh, one doesn't decide over the other, but you have to like kind of pick who who's doing what. So, cool. Yep. Character one, his name is Ricando. Mm. Okay. Okay. Ricando. His, his name is Ricando. Okay. Is he a jungle trooper, an undercover cartel operative, the radar technician, or the team barber? A, oh, B, no. C, or D. <laughs> Man, that's, this is tough. Okay. <laughs> the last one threw me for a loop. <laughs>
1: can you can you give all the options again?
0: Yes. Ricondo. So his name is Ricondo. Yes. Option, it's going to go A, B, C, D. Okay. Jungle Trooper, Undercover Cartel Operative, Radar Technician, Team Barber.
1: Okay.
0: I will say, to give you a hint, maybe, or it might be throwing you off, who knows. Um, his character has a wonderful mustache.
1: I'm gonna go with the radar tech. I'm going with A, the jungle
0: commando. Nick is right. He uh, is a jungle trooper. It's
1: my second guess. His uh,
0: his his specialty is jungle ops, and he loves being warm, hates being cold. Is part of his description. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so <yeah>. very <laughs> fleshed out. Oh, I'm super fleshed out. He just likes to be warm.
1: Yeah, and that's really deep.
0: Yeah. Um. That's so. Great. Nick's like got it. one. Tyler's got none. Yep. Character two, the fridge. That's these his are, name. These are all <laughs> real. <laughs> they are real characters, guys. Super good. His name is the fridge. The fridge is he. Uh-huh. The team physical training instructor, the team Arctic demolitions expert, the team body armor development expert, or the team frozen meal prepper. I'm gonna go with B. I'm also going with B. The uh, Arctic demolitions expert. Yes. Correct. He's the team physical training instructor. Really? From, yeah. The fridge. The Apparently, fridge. I think part of his backstory, he was a, and I could be messing this up really bad, but again, there's so many characters in GI Joe. He's, uh, he was a lineman in the NFL that then joined the team just to train them, and that's all he did military wise. Of course. Was just keep their like right. so. He's anyway. a physical trainer. Yeah. He's PT the fridge yeah i don't know how but anyway that's okay it's yeah. <laughs> so a next level loop yeah Time yep. 0 yeah uh-huh. yep. character 3 hardball is he the interrogation's expert the team multi-shot grenadier the team energy dodgeball thrower or the team fetish expert
1: <laughs> i'm going to go with a <laughs> hardball
2: <laughs> i'm also going with a are you sure you don't want to go with Team Fetish Expert? I love the idea,
0: but I'm
1: going with A. <laughs> or the dodgeball dude? Yeah, no, I'm going. I'm going with A.
0: He's a team multi-shot grenadier. Really? <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Hardball. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's so good. Yeah. Anyway, I I picture him like throwing gags at people. Yeah. No, right. Anyway, um, this is still at one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, character four. His name is Ozone. Is he the team Stratosphere Shock Trooper, the team High Altitude Troop Carrier Pilot, the team Ozone Replenisher, or the team Smell After Rain Enthusiast? Ooh, I would love to smell after rain. (laughs) Um, To mix it up, I'm going to go with A. He's the Team Ozone Replenisher, guys. No way. He really is. <laughs> so he really good. is. What? what? <laughs> he really is. Guys, his, he fights Cobra while also wearing equipment that literally recycles ozone. Like, he just passively helps rebuild the environment. So he's, like,
2: <laughs> he's so useless. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> he still fights Cobra with, like... M sixteen, yeah, and like stuff. a regular assault rifle, but yeah, <laughs> like, but his backpack just recycles CO two. it an AR fifteen and pushed out the door <laughs> like, go protect the <laughs> environment. <laughs> you're like you got it, champ. Yeah, you get. You can do one thing while you're doing the other. <laughs> you don't have to focus on one thing. That's super good, dude. I love that. Wow.
0: Look, Nick is still at one. I thought I, like, I made up these other ones. No, so. They're very good. Oh, they're very you. good. I, I felt bad only doing five, but no, they're they're very good. This is
1: tough. I'm right, hoping you're... to tie you. Yeah, this right. this
0: was the the final boss question. The tiebreaker. And guys, again, I preface this. This is a real character in G.I. Joe. Uh, Alright, winner takes all. His name is the Ice Cream Soldier. You've got to be joking. I am not <laughs> joking you. His name is the Ice Cream Soldier. Alright, Ice Cream Soldier. Is he... <laughs> Is he the team Flamethrower Commando? Oh my god the Team Vehicle Disguising Expert, the Team Deep Arctic Resources Officer, or the Team Mint Chocolate Chip Enthusiast. Oh my god, I don't know anymore.
1: (laughs) Can you repeat them again?
0: Yeah. So the ice Ice Cream Soldier, is he, the Team Flamethrower Commando, the Team Vehicle Disguising Expert, the Team Deep Arctic Resources Officer, Or the team mint chocolate chip enthusiast? I'm going with D. Chocolate chip enthusiast? I'm going
2: with D. I'm going with B. Because the rest have been so ridiculous.
0: He's a team flamethrower commando. No shit. Yep. (laughs) Make you win by default, I guess. So, his his bio, when you read further into his bio, um, it's really great because it lists um, so he's a team flamethrower commando. Mm Um, it lists his primary military specialty as being a fire operations expert right but then his secondary uh, military specialty is being a barbecue chef. It literally says that guys so <laughs> What's going on? And I quote his code name is designed to cause enemy troops to underestimate him yeah correct <laughs> <laughs> correct he has been underestimated. <laughs> Oh no, the ice cream soldier! It also quote his equipment is capable of delivering streams of flame up to seventy five feet. Oh, that's a long way. Yeah, I like, mean you can underestimate him from seventy five feet away; and he'll still get you. Yeah, so, but seventy six, he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, Just anyway, warm. so as as is probably evident in the game itself, right? Uh, the types of characters in the expanse of characters in GI Joe is ridiculous. Like, the amount that just exists, okay? Um, G.I. Joe originally started as a line of action figures produced by Hasbro. Um, Initially, when they were first produced, it was only, like, to represent the four branches of the armed forces. Mm. Um, They had the action soldier, which is for the the army, the action sailor, which was for the navy, the action pilot for the air force, and the action marine for the marine corps, and then later on they actually added the action nurse. Um, But that was how G.I. Joe started, right? Um, just with those uh, four to five main offerings. Um, and again, you know, it's named G.I. Joe as a reference to calling American soldiers G.I.'s general issue. Um, you know, all that stuff. Um, fun fact, G.I. Joe's actually uh, are the, the um, what's the word? Um, like the, yeah, the source. Um, they're the original action figure. So when people say action figures, um, that term actually came from G.I. Joe because they were called action soldier, action whatever. So they were the first action figures, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Interesting. Um, anyway, G.I. Joe since then has expanded into multiple different movies, comics, um, you know, different types of action figures with... Everyone from the ice cream soldier to Duke, who's, like, the the team lead or whatever. Like, it's expansive. If you look up the Wikipedia articles or really anything for, like, lists of G.I. Joe soldiers, it's super crazy expansive. Um, In research, I tried to look up, uh, they have a poll for the 50 greatest, like, it's uh, G.I. Joe action figure collectors. They pulled them all and had them um, input their personal list of top 50 gi joe uh like figurines like who they thought ranked the best based on backstory or or how interesting they were etc etc um there's so many characters that none of the um experts polled could agree really on the same list like there were multiple references to some characters but one one collector would pull, like, would reference a character that no one else had referenced. And it was a legit G.I. Joe character. So, the list is ridiculously expansive. The lore is even more so expansive if you want to go into what each character does within the universe. By the way, fun fact, that top 50 list, um, the number one most popular G.I. Joe figure is Snake Eyes. So, I feel like everyone kind of knows who Snake Eyes yes. is. Snake Eyes. To some degree. The ninja. The ninja, yeah. 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 Um, so... When thinking about what we could do for G.I. Joe, right? Because it's so expansive and because the options for improving G.I. Joe really fall between either A, looking at G.I. Joe as a franchise, which is, again, ridiculous, or looking at characters within G.I. Joe, also ridiculous. I would say the only real outcome we are left with, personally, and I think I would have the most fun with... Mm -hmm is rather than improving the category G.I. Joe or characters within that category, we improve the brand by making our own characters. Hey, Cool. I would say three in total because there are three of us. Right. And the caveat is that, again, the uh, list is so expansive that there might be overlap. However, I think we're, you know, not bound to... um, Get it exactly the same as another character, right? Because there's so much. Like, there's multiple. (laughs) Well, it might happen, but you know what? Like, I'm looking through the list here, and there's, for example, multiple pilots, but they pilot different things. Right. Or there's multiple, like, flamethrower techs. Right. Right. But just their backstory is a little unique and and different. Right. Um, uh, So, that's where I want to go with this. Uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun to do that to try to come up with our own characters. Kind of each one of us have one, and then we kind of like build off of each other's to help influence each other's uh, characters. Um, I will say that I'd like to keep it in the kind of military realm, just to keep with the genre, you know. But other than that, like it's everything under the freaking sun, right. man. Like right. there's there's people. Um, down to uh, Backblast, who's an anti-aircraft soldier. Um, There's everyone down to a... uh, His name is Downtown. He fires mortars. Um, There's one guy uh, I believe... I can't find him right now, but his name is uh, Sci-Fi, and he's the team's only laser weapons expert. And he literally shoots laser guns. Like You know what I mean? So, I think we can do a lot with this and a lot of fun stuff with it, and I think that's the best route to go. I just wanted to get verbal confirmation from you guys that's the path you'd like to go
1: i'm super game sure i do have questions yes about gi joe so there are all of these gi joes correct mm. yes do they belong to some organization is it called gi it joe? is called gi okay mm. and they're from what i understand they are pitted against a another organization called cobra, cobra. yeah they're Ooh. a terrorist organization okay i was gonna ask what does cobra want
0: Cobra literally, World it's just yeah, it's terrorism.
1: General chaos. death and destruction yeah. and chaos.
0: Um, their organization is uh, listed much the same way as GI Joe in that there's numerous characters. Um, but again, there's the like the key characters like Cobra Commander <laughs> and Destro and all those people that are like that keep recurring. Right. Um, there's actually a really cool character. His name is Firefly, and in the movies, um. He has, like, uh, mechanical fireflies that light things on fire. But in the comics, I don't know if that's less so a theme of his. More he's just a demolitions and pyro technician. So. But uh, they're laid out the same ways. It's just G.I. Joe fights for truth, justice, and the American way. And then Cobra's like, you're no, t- yeah, whatever. You're a token bad guy. Yeah. And I guess the comic books actually um, have a lot of G.I. Joe characters die get killed off um which is pretty crazy for like just a toy line um and actually one story arc from the gi joe comic book series leads them into world war three where cobra is the orchestrator of it and they're fighting against cobra literally trying to uh fight into world war three it's crazy
2: they're kind of like um marvel's hydra
1: yeah gotcha. you know where yeah.
2: it's like this
1: they just want power yeah they're like, like they're whatever at... sort yeah
0: exactly Yeah, so I like it. I think our best option is just heckin' make some characters, heckin' some fun characters, and uh, I would you know let you know that um, I don't think anything is beyond the reach of reality because we have an ozone replenishing trooper, (laughs) we have Clean Sweep who's an anti toxin trooper, we have uh, Cold Front who's an uh, he drives the avalanche uh vehicle. We have uh two man teams. Uh, for example, uh, let's see, where is he? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? They're really cool. Uh oh. Uh, there's a two man team called Law and Order, and it's a guy and his dog. So that's that's pretty amazing, cool, right? So like, I think there's no real limits to what we can do, and I think that's the best way we can go from here. So, cool, sweet. So we're making three. We're making three. Okay. I don't. I think it would probably be best for us to work together to kind of build each of these characters.
2: Okay. Okay. Sweet. Do we want each person to kind of like give a general
0: idea of one, and then we build off that? I think so. Sweet. Do you want to kick us off? Sure. All right. Um, I don't. I didn't see enough two man teams. I'd like more. Okay. Um. So I really want a two man team. I want them to focus on, um, oh man, what would be cool? I kind of want them to, okay, okay, hear me out, okay? I want, um, oh no, he would be a much better Cobra operative, never mind. We can do Cobra operatives too. Well, we're not discussing Cobra. We could probably do Cobra in the future. Make some bad guys. So later. put a okay. put a pin note in it for the future. A two-man team where one guy is he's the Pied Piper, and he controls rats that carry the plague <laughs> and like sends okay. it into towns and stuff. Right. Okay. So put a pin in that for, for a Cobra
1: operative. Animal weapons specialist? Yeah, like okay. biohazard, whatever, yeah. but through
0: animals. Um, super against the Geneva convention very (laughs) would Cobra care though I don't don't don't. (laughs) what is Geneva oh we bombed it yeah Yeah. that's correct (laughs) Mm. funny Um, I'd like it to be a two man team maybe I kind of really like the animal thing Um, maybe a dude and a gila monster okay a dude and a gila monster um i okay. want them to be um maybe ooh trap trap disarmament specialists okay so like all the the mines left over in various wars like the the punji stick traps or or whatever like things that people are still dying from mm-hmm. like years after the wars are over like a cleanup crew yeah i want him to be to that that to be his primary like specialty like that's what he set out to do and Mm -hmm. then gi joe recruited recruited him for his specialty in identifying and then disarming traps i see i see your gila monster and i raise you komodo dragon Hmm. is i don't actually know the difference a gila monster is about this big um, for About a re- foot and a half <laughs> for
2: listeners yeah. at home. I can, I can put my hands around them. A Komodo dragon is very Ooh, large. Yeah, okay. they get
1: around six to seven foot long. Komodo dragon, no, maybe not even including their tails. I'm not sure. They're big.
2: They're they're really cool. They're they run giants, crazy um, fast, super super big. Also, um, they've been known uh, to like the reason they were called the Komodo dragon is because it's Not 100% proven, but the uh, chemical composition that they breathe out has been quote-unquote known to catch fire as it contacts the oxygen, which is where people got the dragon from.
1: Oh. I've also heard that.
2: Yeah. I wanted
1: to be a Komodo dragon man combo. What I think is most terrifying is that they can run faster than a horse, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So... Woo! But for short they're like, Yeah, like, they're sprinters. Yeah. They're not, they're not can you marathon. imagine
0: this dude catching a cobra operative, setting a trap, and just sending his, <laughs> like, sickening his Gila monster, <laughs> his, or his, his, a Komodo his Komodo dragon, dragon someone? Yeah. It'd be terrifying. Oh, I dude. mean,
1: if it was His a, tongue flicking out all over the place? What if it was a, uh... It was the size of a Gila monster, but it had all <laughs> the abilities of Komodo <laughs> dragon? Just a very small Komodo dragon? <laughs> But it looks—it looks it look like a ge- like a Gila monster, and he it looks it. maybe even kind of mm-hmm. looks like like from our like Magic School Bus, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like the chameleon, <laughs> dude.
0: Yeah, and then our our main guy could huck him at people. Yep. Oh yeah, throw him with yeah. the with the tail. <laughs> and the Komodo dragon knows to like tuck in and spin, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tuck and roll situation. Yeah, it's like you sort of football. <laughs> what what are they called? Ooh, their
1: names. Is it tuck and roll? Oh my uh... gosh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be something with I like. So let's put a pin in tuck and roll, but okay. I feel like it needs to be something with traps. Okay. Like. So, Spring. Spring and Lock? Ooh. I like Spring. I like Spring. And like lock. the guy's name is Lock and the, the, and the little, little dragon's comp- name is Spring. Little Gila monster's name is Spring. That's good. Uh, okay, yeah, Spring and Lock. Spring and Lock. Yeah. Or Lock and Spring. And they just call him Spring Lock. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Spring Lock. It's
0: oh, like
1: a, there's like a silent N apostrophe in Spring <laughs> and Lock. Spring and Lock. Spring, spring and lock. lock.
0: I like it. Okay, so what is, uh, I guess, where is their main area of operation? All right, so Spring and Lock work in
2: the, hmm.
1: I was imagining Australia, because when I think of, like, dangerous places with lizards and traps and stuff, I mean, <laughs> stereotype tells me that's in Australia, but, or maybe,
2: like. See, I was thinking the Pacific Theater. Okay. So, all of your areas with, uh, um, like, Asia, the southern, the Southeast Asia area,
1: okay, Vietnam, Korea, like the island, mm-hmm. nations. Yeah, islands in the area. Okay, that also makes a lot of sense.
2: C- Do too. I like it. Old, because you. I mean, I think your <laughs> your stick traps.
1: Yeah, like mean, you said,
2: is very reminiscent. We of could just
1: say the Vietnam South War. the South Pacific Islands, yeah, which could include Australia,
2: right? Maybe. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Does that whole the
0: Pacific Theater there. Perfect. I'd, I'd really like him to be. Um, I want him to to be a Maori. Like, be super just ripped. Yeah, shredded. But have, like, really small spectacle glasses mm. that he wears. And then, like, um, he's hole punched in the top corners, all these textbooks on how to disarm traps, and he wears it on, like, a rope around him. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you can, like, just flip to any textbook, like, roll it up on his carabiner like pull it up from his rope strap and like, oh, this is da 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 trap, mark whatever, um, stick with all these mines, this is how you disarm it. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I kinda of want him to be super jacked because he's like, G. I Joe, like yeah, right. I could you know, I could punch communism back to whatever. <laughs> um but <laughs> but he's also like kind of a nerd.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. I, I like the idea of him wearing a green vest with uh, chest pockets and so oh I like that better khaki
0: cargo shorts but, but like a green vest with chest pockets but multiple pockets and there's all pocket sized pamphlets on how to disarm various types of yes. like <laughs> <laughs> different types of balls and crabs. and it's
1: all color coded yes oh, oh yeah and he's
0: got like the the little like uh, what is it like just half an inch wide like tabs yep. throughout all of them <laughs> and he can just like and he licks his thumb every time he like opens one up <laughs>
1: this yeah. <is> so cool <laughs> this dude's so chill <laughs> <laughs> so as a military individual, aside from traps, uh, most of the G.I. Joes usually have some sort of like modern like gun or weapon of that sort. Mm-hmm. So what most of the it... Joes
0: have specific weapon specialties. Like, right. They could be given these five weapons and be fine. Is usually how it works.
1: Right. Uh. So what does what does Locke use?
2: Uh, I, I feel spring. like he uses only spring. Throws him around. Just, Throws, just throw a spring. <laughs> <Just> throw
1: spring. <laughs> I, I think a spring loaded something. I think mm.
0: it would be really cool for him to Get a ballast launcher. Like if he's if he's super like maybe this is delving into another character's territory. A trebuchet. Yeah, there you go. Like just an arm trebuchet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Um I kinda wanna have like a, a spring um a spring gun. Mm-hmm. But just like a rudimentary spring gun, because it launches different types of like repellents or gases or okay. whatever. A spring or like a crossbow. Yeah, yeah. a crossbow, but that has a pocket on the end of it, like a catapult. Right. So it's not launching like arrows, but it's almost launching like oh, I launch napalm or, or I like a slingshot. I think you should be basically. a slingshot, a slingshot
2: basically, what but not like about. a modern
0: slingshot, not no. a wrist rocket. I wanted to use like David and Goliath style.
2: Oh, like the spig. Like,
0: oh. like he spins it and then throws stuff yeah, at people. Right. That'd be crazy. Let's go
2: up one side. It kind of takes a spring out of it, but I like it anyway. And then he can throw spring that way. <laughs> there you go. Moosh. There you go. Load spring into his <laughs> giant sling.
1: But what kind of spring does he throw in the spring? What? What?
2: The spring. The, the, spring. Spring. the only spring. <laughs> his boy, spring. Yeah, his boy, spring.
1: <laughs> 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 Throws the spring with the spring in the
2: spring. Lock and his boy, spring. <laughs> lock and spring. But Locke lock. is spelled L-O-C-K-E. Locking spring.
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> it's a silent great. spring.
0: So I think his primary weapon should be the... The, uh, the sling. The sling. But I think if down to it, He's also a specialist in um, pistol munitions. Okay. Okay. I feel like light weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't do anything heavy. The most he could go would be a light submachine gun. Right. But that's about it. But he's a big man, but he doesn't use his He's a big man, Weapons. but, uh, yeah, he he prefers to be light on his
1: feet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I dig. Any, anything else that you think we need to add to this character at this, so I'm, at this I'm point? I'm thinking
0: of in my head. He's got the spectacles... Um, I kind of, So he's got the pockets, right, mm-hmm. with all the textbooks in them, or mm-hmm. pocket-sized textbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I want him to have a holster on his back, but there's no gun in it, just spring. Mm. Like, that's where spring sleeps. Spring chills. Is in the holster on his back. Right. Um, What kind of pants did you want him to have? I said uh, khaki cargos. Khaki cargos? But we could change that? I kind um, of want him to have uh dockers. Okay. Like, he's a little bit, like... He's out of university a little bit, yeah, right. but he like rolls them up so there's no dirt in them. But yeah, 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 yeah. 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 and like then kinda, combat, like combat, combat boots underneath.
2: <laughs> combat boots under Dockers. Yeah, on top of a green vest with pockets,
0: and then super super long hair that's down to the mid of his back, but that's not in a man bun or anything. It's just free flowing. Okay.
1: So I have an idea for a character. If we're okay with moving on from from this one, I think Lock and Springer pretty fleshed
0: out here. Spring lock, spring lock.
1: Lock and spring. So I'd like a character named. So wait, 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 are oh, we are sorry. we sorry.
0: So sorry, sorry. Spring lock. Yeah. Submitted. I think accepted. Pending. Pending. Pending okay. review. We'll come back. Exactly. But okay. for now, Spring Lock is set. Exactly. Okay, cool. Perfect. Alright, Tyler.
1: So your turn, brother. I'd like a character. Um, and I just did a quick Google search to see if I could quickly find anything. maybe I missed it, but I didn't see one. Um, I didn't see a uh, a team uh, therapist okay. for the okay. G.I. Joe's. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. What kind of therapist? They probably need um, one. Like like
0: psychologist? Yeah, okay, like a psycho-
1: okay. like a like a counselor type, like cool. a psychologist okay. therapist. Okay. Um, so here's what I'm imagining. I'm imagining again, this uh, really ripped dude. That is they all very, have to be They're all shredded, dude. Very family man though. He's constantly wearing his argyle sweater vest with a button up. Ooh.
0: And can he does he reach into his pocket when he pulls out his wallet? It does the flip open thing where it's like eighteen like flip open pictures of all of his family. And, yes. Yeah. Okay. But and his tiny New Testament.
1: Even more so. Yes! <laughs> even more so though. He his Gideon Bible. <laughs> He usually has a baby Bjorn with a child inside of it, except the baby Bjorn has been modified by the G.I. Joes, so he can quickly, like, like throw the baby Bjorn around his uh, side, and, and that will eject the child, right? And then, like, inside the baby Bjorn is this... Quickly unfolding mini gun that comes around his other side. Uh, hell yeah! So he throws the baby born around his right shoulder. Right. Where does the child get ejected to? It it, it, it just backward. <laughs> just away. It gets a little parachute. It just disappears. <laughs> off, it disappears off screen. We don't see it anymore. It, it it gets a little parachute and it and it flies and it, it is a transponder that marks its location. Does it do the thing? Like it, in, it has an inflatable like thing if it hits if it's going to go into water or anything in like that.
0: Metal Gear: The Phantom Pain. Where the guy, where he puts a marker on a soldier, and then the the jet comes by and picks up the balloon, and the guy just goes <laughs> and like gets rocketed yes. off. Yes, perfect. Yeah, it's
1: definitely yeah. Let's. How about it's a jetpack, not a parachute. So, that, but it's uh, it's like a drone jetpack, so it's automatically programmed uh, to like fly the child back home. home. Yeah. So, so he throws the baby born around his around his side around his back. Okay. And it, it ejects as it's coming back around his left side uh, back to the front. it it, it has unfolded, the, the metal mechanical parts in it have unfolded into like this clockwork minigun that he's mm-hmm. ready to use. So that's his primary weapon, right? Yeah. Uh, does but... it
0: shower you with questions about life's meaning? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? hurt you? How does it make you feel? Where's your father right now? We talked to him last. As someone who graduated with a psych degree, I approve. <laughs>
1: I feel like those are just the those are like his punchlines after he's defeated uh, someone, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> kill someone yeah. who hurt you. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I hurt you. I hurt you. Except instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm imagining this character is Terry Crews. Like okay. this is this okay. is who he. Is. Who are you? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> um, as far as I feel like we're just making the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> <This is weird. laughs> Um, Okay, okay. sorry. I'm going to stop interrupting. Another episode of Speedmaking. I'm really, really into this character, though. Um, Also, he wears uh, contacts, that let him that they're like a heads up display mm. that give him readings on um, different uh, uh, interpersonal cues. So they measure and are 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 uh, geared toward trying to find out whether a person's lying or hiding information like through their like their salinity like levels non-verbal. of their sweat, their nonverbals. and it will it will feed him that data to um, d- both during combat interrogations those sorts of scenarios as well as during his sessions um with uh the fellow gi joes obviously the intention between the interrogation and the his set is, like therapist sessions are a little different ooh. but a therapist who also interrogates that's
0: kind of uh, yeah
1: so that's ooh. kind of the that's the feel that i'm going for nice. with this character um, what's his name uh the terry, the, the, terry. terry. <laughs> the terry
0: why just because he's off of terry cruz well
1: it, it's i'm kind of drawing from that, so he's his name is Terry Cruz. This uh, is the actor.
2: That, and oh, I thought you meant like the, the Joe's actual no, name was no, Terry Cruz. No, no. The actor's
1: <laughs> name is Terry Cruz and he plays a character named Terry Jeffords on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So mm. in keeping with like his actor name, his real name is, Terry. is always his character name. Mm. And I would love for that to be it, that hasn't been the case, obviously. He's been in a bunch of other things. Um, but I'd like to continue that in, in this as well.
0: I mean, that could be his real name.
1: The terror bear. <laughs> the terror
0: bear. <laughs> his real name could be that. But I think maybe to keep with G.I. Joe code names. That's true. I think to reference his psychology background, like a famous psychologist is Freud, but his his code name is Schadenfreude. Ooh, I like that. Because there's Freud in there, but also he takes joy in other people. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreud. Schadenfreude. 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 To reference he takes joy in other people's pain. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I like that a lot. I nice like it a lot, actually. <laughs> How does your pain make you feel?
1: It makes me feel great. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm trying, trying. <laughs> to here. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine Terry, Terry Cruz with a, a German accent or, like, an Eastern European accent, and it's not working in my head. <laughs> How does it make you feel? <laughs> Swear to me. Swear to me. Okay, okay. Nick, yeah. do you have any... I'd love any um, criticism or any idea? So
2: I, I like his I like his his dad look that yes. we're
1: going
0: for. Um Do you have a thick bushy mustache? No. Okay. Uh,
1: clean shaven most of the time, except some days, he comes in with like a lot of a lot of scruff, looking a little bit more haggard. Um, and those are usually the days when the kid is also with him because ah. he's been up that night, or he has had to take care of his kids or what's so- something. What's also, his looking like? it would be I think it would be really funny and make it would not make any sense. This is not plot driven. Does not there's no consistency in this? But if Every time that he has a kid, it's always a different kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just different kids all the time.
2: Maybe maybe he hangs out and he takes care of the orphans nearby. In the area he's been or dropped
1: in. Or all of the kids of the G.I. Joes. All oh of the Joe no. kids. No, that, 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 that's, that should probably be a different character. Yeah. He can't that, be the... Yeah.
2: The, the group, the group babysitter, the,
1: or maybe he should no. I like the shot in for it. No, I mean, his okay. code
0: name whoever the babysitter is, codename is the stork. The stork. Yes. That's amazing. Okay, right, we're getting too many <laughs> so many <laughs> characters. We
2: just keep going all that long. Okay, okay. Uh, what's his hair look like? His hair? Yeah, so he's clean shaven Com- here. Shaven. We bald. just... Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Like, okay. No, completely okay. Sh- does so he, he have he's any going tats? The full Terry cruise thing.
1: Um. Yes, but not that you would know it because oh. he's constantly wearing. Uh, well, most of the time you wouldn't know it, I should say, because most of the time he's got his sweater vest on, button up, long sleeve shirt, um, except for sometimes when he gets into battle and it gets, it gets, it's getting hot and he's wielding that minigun, questioning people's existences. Um, then <laughs> with my bullets, <laughs> then that's when he might, he, he might, this is my question, will survive? He might, he might <laughs> I'm imagining a slow motion. He throws the baby Gordon around to his right the kid ejects he rolls up his <laughs> he's rolling up his sleeves revealing like sailor tattoos or something mm. i'm imagining like mr rogers the 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 uh, imagined or the conspiracy <laughs> tattoos that he's supposed yeah. to have yeah. um and then as and he finishes rolling up his sleeves right as the baby born is arounding his left side from behind his back and he grabs the minigun and is ready to go
0: so this is only to reference or to reach out any of you psychology nerds out there or anything, Um, but Jung, Carl Jung, um, he's one of uh, Freud's um, kind of uh, uh, like, what's the word, Uh, not successor, but protégés. Jung talks a lot about these archetypes that show up throughout time and existence and like in various different ways, like the mother or the, the hero or like there are these psychological archetypes that in the collective conscience that is humanity show up in various ways. I think it'd be interesting for him to have tattoos of all of those archetypes. That
1: would be pretty great. Yeah. But, or maybe like somehow images representing. Representing archetypes. the
0: archetypes. Yeah. As a subtle nod, like. Right. Oh, psychology, but yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. But also just one really inappropriate, like really hidden. Uh, uh, Phallic tattoo as well. (laughs) From back when he was in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, because of Freud. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: Expecting the uh, the pinup.
1: Oh no, no, no! I like that. I like that. He loves his wife too much for that.
2: Yeah. There's no college people make stupid decisions if he's got a.
1: That thus the phallic tattoo, but it's still a a maybe not so subtle nod to Freud. He has no eyes for anyone but his wife. Mm -hmm. He's a family man. Yes. The yeah. Family Man. Yeah. Maybe family that's man. maybe that should be his his uh his nickname. The family maybe his family nickname in Cobra they refer to him as Schadenfreude, and do the GI Joes refer to him as the Family that's Man? That's like there, yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: okay, Because okay. he's he's a chill dude. Like he's definitely the guy you want grilling at the at your barbecues. Well, except with the exception this, of ice cream. Yeah, ice cream soldier. Ice cream soldier. <laughs> Secondary <laughs> expert <laughs> barbecue <laughs> chef. So. So, when Ice Cream Soldier's not around, we get Family Man coming in and, and grilling down for the you. The Family Man. The Family
0: Man. So, you said sweater vest.
1: Yeah. And... Argyle sweater vest, long sleeve button up shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Bow tie? Uh, slacks. Slacks. I'm not sure about bow tie. I'm thinking if so, then. It's got a, I want it to be classy, but also very dad.
0: Khaki slacks. So, so I think he should always wear that, regardless of if he's in combat or outside of combat. When yeah. he goes into combat, he puts on a dad hat.
1: A dad hat. Oh,
2: or the, the, yeah. like a like a dad baseball hat. Like a know? baseball
0: hat. Like
2: that's okay. his like
0: war gear, but oh. he keeps everything else the and same.
1: Most mo- a lot of these GI Joe types have a military background from before GI Joe, mm. so that could be like a military cap. Like, that could, like, say, like, U.S. Navy or something as a nod mm. to his previous...
0: I think he'd be a ranger. I think he'd oh, an, you're right. I think no, he'd no, be you're an t- army t- ranger. You're totally
1: right. Yeah. He'd be a ranger. Yeah, I you're think right.
0: he'd be an army ranger. But it's, like, a total dad hat, and he's got, like, one of the, uh like, a, a fly that's clipped into the bill for when yes. he goes out fly fishing. Yeah. Yes. But, like... The only thing that changes when he's inside or outside of combat, he's like, all right, we're going. He puts on a dad hat.
1: (laughs) He always has it tucked behind his back. Yeah, rolled up up the dad (laughs) weight.
0: Can he also have a a handkerchief that he pulls out and blows his nose unnecessarily loudly into? Yeah, that's
1: right. (laughs) It's a scare tactic. But only when he's also carrying the kid and the baby Bjorn, so it goes right onto the kid's head, on the back (laughs) of the kid's head. It's like,
0: So, (laughs) should... Like here's what I'm thinking, right? Should the, should the minigun, like it, even though the GI Joe characters are kind of crazy, mm-hmm. like right. there's a laser GI Joe, whatever. Right.
1: right. I mean, did you see the GI Joe movie? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. That yeah. has crazy right. tech. Look,
0: but, I love those
2: movies, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: but all I'm saying is, is what, what does his minigun shoot?
1: I'm thinking just like normal ammunition. I don't know. Okay. What I don't maybe I need more info on your question.
0: I I guess like I I want there to be a realm of realisticness. Like I don't want okay. him to just pull out a minigun that shoots forever and ever. Do you
2: think? No. Do you think he he goes non lethal? Ooh. I think the minigun mm-hmm. should shoot air puffs.
0: Just air blasts. No, yeah. but like <laughs> just, really, really high-powered air puffs. Very small, very. So fast. if he gets up close and personal with someone, he could riddle someone so with non-lethal air puffs. It, it
1: would be like a like a beanbag gun, except just air. Yes, like that that kind of power. Like
0: those freaking air zuka things right. you had when you were a kid. that Times You could feel the air blast. A hundred. But it's a super one, so it could just like if you hit someone right in the gut with one of those, like right. they're down.
1: Here's what I'm thinking. So the Baby Bjorn has, has straps, right? Mm-hmm. So inside of the straps of the Baby Bjorn are, are uh, what's the term the for ammunition? Bandolier. So oh, bandoliers. The bandoliers of ammunition are built into the Baby Bjorn straps. So you can't see them, but that feeds directly in to the minigun. When that's out, then he uses the non-lethal, um, or he can just switch off and use the non-lethal. I
0: like the idea of a being switch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So both. But he has very limited ammunition for right.
0: like, like to kill. It's almost as rapid fire as a P ninety, which just like Right. You're done. Yeah. So then he has to like he has to know when
1: to use his Like that meme video of the kid with the airsoft gun that that just wrecks <laughs> that other that
0: yeah. kid. If you if you guys don't know what we're saying <laughs> He burnt my patch. There's a what? He burnt my patch. There's a video of a guy Using a Polar Star, if you don't know what a Polar Star is, it basically shoots a laser beam airsoft gun. Like, it shoots a laser beam of BBs, and this guy just lays into this kid at super close range. It's For no crazy. reason. For no reason. No, there was a reason. He burnt his patch. <laughs> that was the reason. <laughs> um, I would not qualify that as a reason. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, like okay.
1: That. So that's so we've the have family man. We
0: have S- Springlock. Springlock. And the family, the family man. Or otherwise known as Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Okay. Cool. All right, Nick. All right, so um, I like this little team we've got. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, hold on to to recycle back then. Uh, Springlock's ex military background. What should he? Like, should he have been a a hunter in his village? Like maybe and 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 then. Yeah. Pre pre Joe. Pre Joe. Hunter in his village. Like and then, like animal hunter, you mean right? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Okay. And then kind of. Ooh, maybe bounty hunter tamer maybe. Uh, maybe hunter and then he lost like one of his significant family members like a loved one to an old mine or to a trap okay and then you know became invested in the study of and disarmament of traps right like so he was invested in making these traps to feed his village and then found that the greater evil wasn't a lack of food but rather a, you know a lack of care about the things already left behind
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so then he devoted the rest of his life to doing that and then the joes found him
1: that would provide him a really technical mind <clears throat> remembering lots of details things mm. like that that make him a, that would make him a good bounty hunter though that that could give him a reputation of being able to track down and trap uh enemies cool. and stuff.
0: i mean like to that. be fair like if you know how to disarm a trap you probably know how to set a exactly. trap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah if you know how to take it down
1: then you probably know how to set it up. Yeah, he's
0: a trap
2: expert. Yes. Right. Typically he uses it to disarm yeah. and right. protect. Yeah. But He could
0: probably set up some non-lethal crazy traps, yep. man. Yeah.
2: I like this theme that we're like, building up non
0: lethal Joe's. Non lethal yeah. Joes. Yeah. Joes. Whereas like you got frickin' That's
1: a great title a, for the episode. The non-lethal, Joes. <laughs>
0: non-lethal Joe's. A dude with that shoots flamethrowers seventy five feet out. Yeah,
2: right. yeah. <laughs> Nothing non lethal about that. The ice cream soldier. No man, he'll get you from, <laughs> yeah. from a long way away. He, man, does he know how to cook a mean pair of ribs yeah. <laughs> from thirty yards? From... <laughs> oh, <laughs> take just a uh, quick braise yeah, right.
0: <laughs> with the flamethrowers. Got the searing napalm oh, smell, dude. Good grief! Be All awful. right, Nick, where are we? Where are we starting for yours?
2: All right, so I'm thinking of a younger Joe, right? Younger, okay. a younger Joe, like so one who's.
0: I would say maybe uh, Schadenfreude is 40s. 40, 40? about 40s. About is about what 40. I pictured, yeah. Springlock, maybe early 30s. Okay. So what are you thinking? I' I'm, yeah, I'm thinking early 20s. Early, okay. whoa, like 21. Like like yeah, he, yeah, like I'm party hard.
2: Yeah, like like yeah. young dude started his started his military career a little early. Cool. Or or his his uh, tech career. Like maybe just Isn't graduated from be.
0: ROTC or.
2: Kind of yeah. So what I'm thinking is, he uh, he he's a Joe that hangs out uh, in a low orbit craft of some sort, right? Cool. So he's he's low orbit, and his his main jobs and his main specialties are reconnaissance. However. If necessary, he can be dropped in wherever immediately to, uh, to, I want, I want to say, I want to continue on the recon path, not necessarily someone who goes in, drops in and he's, he's the badass he that takes things out. Up. Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, there's tons of Joes that can blow shit up. Yeah. Pardon my French. Uh, You don't but, speak
0: French. Uh, well. Is this guy? <laughs> is this guy French? Omelette
2: de fromage. Um. Whoa, so I have no idea what that means. It's French, right there. It's omelet with cheese. Oh, got you, baby. So anyway, so <laughs> so he's he's young, really young. Um, and he's he's reconnaissance. So he's he's dropped in. He can recon the area and then zip back out. And that's that's his specialty is uh low orbit, um,
0: transport and reconnaissance. So you kind of like that wow. that Red Bull guy. That went up in, like, the low orbit craft and jumped out. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember his name, but here similar to that, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, Is he always tethered to the low orbit craft, so he can always just be pulled out? I don't think he's tethered, but I think he's got um,
2: enough AI on board that'll help him get out of there quickly. <laughs> kind of like um, Family Man's tether, which I was thinking this might be a tie-in. Tether? With, with, for the baby. Oh. oh the oh, the okay. Bjorn? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. The, yeah. Well, the jetpack. Jet oh the baby. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Because yeah. we decided that he would.
1: It's programmed to take cabinet. the kid home. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I was thinking maybe this is a tie-in. Like he works directly with Family Man, okay, to get to get that kid out. Or, of
1: or, there. or they both got their tech from the same person. Yeah, and, or from And maybe that's, in, that's yeah. how they met.
2: Yeah. So um, this this young guy, and I want to call him. I want to call him dropout. Oh, I dropout. like it. Okay. So, okay. And he like dropped out of college, or yep. Uh, yep. Oh, I wanna wow, be, okay. So he's a college dropout. What did he study? He was going in for um computer engineering.
1: I was hoping you were going to say like graphic design or something. Pomac. Yeah, right. As, so as, really at cooking As far opposite as possible from his from his, from his sp- well, job.
2: thing is with the fact that he's flying this low orbit aircraft right. and and station and transport Like he needs to know enough to get his um the
0: AI like up and running and things right. like that. Maybe he always had a passion for computer engineering, but his parents really wanted him to be an architect. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So he couldn't quite couldn't quite live up to what daddy wanted. Yeah. but he always like he had a knack for it. Mm-hmm. So he's just good at it. Yeah. But his parents were like you're not gonna make any like this is back and whatever. Yeah, right. You're not gonna make any money designing computers. Computers are a fad. Yeah. Like They're you not should be an architect. Anymore. People always need buildings. Yeah. People's always gonna need a house. Yeah. Shout out to I uh, was. People whose parents told you what you should be when you grow up. Yep. Shout out. It's okay. Yeah. They don't you don't have to be that. who you are. Yeah. Unless you want to
2: be that. You, you don't have, have to be that. Family man would talk you out of it. <laughs> you be you. You be yeah. you. So yeah, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, drop drop out the young, low orbit reconnaissance. Cool.
1: Okay. What is uh, appearance?
2: Uh, like I said, younger. So I think he's clean shaven, okay. um, borderline crew cut, more like fade. Because like okay. he's still a kid. he's still he's still a young guy, he's still trying to keep his cool. But he doesn't he's, he's not for the crew kit kind of thing. What
1: does he wear?
0: That's the question. See, skin tight I... jumpsuit.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Super I, skin tight. I picture
0: him. I kind of picture him having like at least his lower wear up into his back is kind of this like bulky mechanical, almost like oh, a okay. um, like a future soldier type harness. But yeah. it looks really really basic, like, raw. Like, you can still see the the metal filaments and the shavings, and, like, it's really raw. But it, it keeps him from when he's jumping from breaking his legs. Right. But I, I like it to go up on his back. And I kind of like him to always have, a, like, a, a physical tether mm-hmm. to whatever spacecraft this is, a mm-hmm. low-orbit spacecraft. So then whenever he walks around, he can just kind of walk around like he's on the moon. Right, so he can jump. Like, through. still kind of jump really far distances, because the tether is always kind of, like, pulling... On him, or either sending him down, like, he can mm-hmm. use the programming to, like, jump crazy distances. See, I'd be concerned about that,
2: because Low Orbit's traveling fast. Dude. It would pull him right through anything he's <laughs> trying to <recon>. yeah. <laughs> Like, he hits the ground and just dragged along. I guess that's fair. So, I, yeah, I don't know about that one. But I do like the idea that he's he's tethered to his craft. Maybe not by a physical wire. By Bluetooth. But by, maybe Bluetooth. <laughs> Maybe maybe something radio
0: that will keep him tethered directly, too. That would make it a little bit more, um, what's the word? Uh, um, I'm trying to, I'm say, saying dangerous, but it's not dangerous. It's, like, high risk. Because if he drops, he has to wait for his, or like, his craft to orbit back around. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So he has to be timing when, like, if he needs to be extracted, he needs to know when exactly he's going to be, like, yeah to be intercepted by like, his low-orbit 20 craft. minutes before my craft gets yeah. back around. So he's always, like, timetables, like, on it. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be interesting.
1: I like that. I have a suggestion, mm-hmm. but I, I want to hear right any here. anything else you have for yeah. this character first.
2: That was, I mean, that was kind of it. I wanted something low-orbit dropping in and out. Um, but like I said, I don't want him to be basically like a combat specialist there's so many combat specialists. Um, we need more basics. So I think he carries like um, a scouting rifle. So something with a decent scope, and it's typically chambered. I don't know two-two-three at the biggest with um, semi-automatic. Something maybe silenced because he's recon. Right. And then he's in and out. Yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't have. a I don't have a ton. So let's hear it.
1: Um, so I was I was thinking about okay. Why did he drop out? Mm-hmm. And what brought him from that point to the GIs? The right bit more his background? Right. So I was thinking, but and also that would give him potentially some extra uh, characteristic as well. right. Um, physical characteristic. So I was thinking, uh, what if we uh, combine some, I mean, there's no such thing as a new idea, so sue me. So what if we combine kind of Doctor Strange and Winter Soldier from the Marvel, Marvel Universe? Right. Marvel. Marvel. Um, Marvel. The Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe. And so what if, uh, th- again, this might a little bit, a little bit dark, a little bit too real um, for some people. Um, what if, uh, uh, what was this kid's name again? Dropout. Dropout. Uh, what if Dropout? in college, like, in his freshman year, sophomore year, whenever he is about to drop out, um, what if he gets into a, uh, like, a drunk driving car accident mm-hmm. or something along those lines, um, and his hands get, like, completely destroyed? Mm. Like, like whether they're severed or just, like, completely smashed and have to be taken off. Um, and then that, I mean, how can he do be an architect, let alone be a, uh, a computer whiz, uh, be able to do all the, his passions, um, without his hands. And so, uh, uh, his, his expertise, though, catches the attention of the GIs who reach out to him and they give him, uh, mechanical hands. They're, they're, they're not, like, crazy powerful mechanical hands. They don't, like, have hidden lasers in them or anything, like, nuts like that. But, like, 're they're, they're strong they're they're more durable than human hands they allow him to uh, grab onto really fast moving things without getting his hands torn off
2: like his tether from his his a craft
1: exactly um and that uh, would allow him also in, I was thinking as given re- his reconnaissance what if he his um, main form of attack was a defensive attack and it was a martial arts where he used his hands in a non-lethal manner against his components unless he has to use his rifle
2: maybe he's like a crowd mcgraw expert yeah so it's a lot of throws a lot of defensive like quick take him out and
1: knock him out i think to
2: to build on
0: your backstory it also cripples him from the waist down oh yeah so then why he would have the mechanical yeah like apparatus beneath him Mm. and so now if any martial arts he needs to engage in, he's got high-powered kicks, high-powered like punches, but it's all dependent upon mechanical stuff. Right. So if there was he's... ever like an EMP or whatever, Ooh, like he's oh, kind he's of like, oh, he's in trouble. Yeah. yeah
1: the yeah. rest of his team would probably need to yeah. uh, carry him. Remotely.
0: I would, Oh, and that would that would that would
2: make for some great episodes of GI Joe. Yeah. Where uh, Dropout drops in somewhere. I'm think I'm feeling polar right now for whatever reason to check out Cobra's base. Cobra sees something coming in, S- sets off a defensive EMP, The Joe's got to go get him. Here comes Ice Cream Soldier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also, um, I love that, just that sentence, here comes Ice Cream <laughs> Here comes Ice Cream Soldier. I, uh,
0: the, do you think his, his pack plays a,
1: uh, like, the Me Three Kings <laughs> song? <about him>? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or when the saints come marching in. <laughs> do, do, yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I I also
0: like so my only addition to to drop out would be that he has right like like Nick was saying, he has one weapon that's like you know, if he needs to take it lethal. Right. Like is his weapon. But I think a lot of his um his low orbit spacecraft is equipped to do reconnaissance, so like take high-res pictures or track movement yeah. or whatever or, you know, all that crazy stuff. And so I think his equipment should be more like he can place tracers on trucks. Mm-hmm. Like, he has tracers or he has, like, um, like mobile security bots or cameras that he can place on places like sure. re- like, build his surveillance network, yeah. right? right? Like, if he ever drops into a place, it should be for quick, like, bug the area and get out. Right. To then increase his area of surveillance. Yeah. So he's got he's low orbit, he's got twenty minutes there, yeah. tops, right yeah, tops. before his yeah. before his ship comes back, which would help with like his his hands and his legs. Is if he could run faster than most people or climb things or like if he can put things in areas that people don't, can't normally get to, and like put tracers under places like that would help him a lot. Oh, what if he's got a battery pack for his legs and his hands?
2: Oh, right? so it so it recharges? After yeah. A certain... So that way, like. He's got an hour charge, right? He's so if he plug misses, into his into his craft. So he miss he misses his he misses his craft twice. He's okay as long as he gets up in the third time. Right, but I, like Oof. that's kind of kind of part of the reason that he can't be there very long. Yeah, he's got to be out of there pretty quick. That'd be cool. Nice. I like that. Yeah, because his craft is solar powered or a solar recharger. Yeah, right. Something something yeah. fast like that will keep him airborne. I like the solar powered idea because it can keep him up there, right, and keeps him going. Um, but then recharges his battery for his legs and his arms or whatever. Right. And then he's got a zip. He can get in, do a recon, and then has to get back up. How does it take him back
1: up to his aircraft? What takes him back up? I think we're sticking with the tether. I'd like to imagine that even if he gets stuck, I don't know, it makes no sense. Kind of like the baby Bjorn does for Family Man, um, uh, that he always is connected by a tether, and the tether just always has enough length. (laughs) <laughs> it just always does. Infinite in, to go around the world a few times, <laughs> and then it just suddenly he gets sucked back up. <laughs> okay, I mean that that really makes no. I, sense. I,
2: I think it's fun to think about, but because <laughs> they didn't have, have to, get him in, so he'd have, he'd have to
0: orbit a few times. I <laughs> you mean, you can put you can put something in a geostationary orbit where it falls as quickly as the Earth is rotating. Right. So true. if he's got a tether. And his craft is like if he has enough like jettison packs based on electric whatever that he can move it throughout the atmosphere. Like he can place it in a geostationary orbit mm. to then line it up with a place. Right. And then jump in and jump out.
1: Or another idea is that the craft is constantly moving, right? It doesn't ever stop for security reasons or whatever. But how the craft works with the tether is that the 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 craft drops him Within a like a uh, a buoy of sorts, like an, an aerial buoy that um, that stays in synchronous orbit, and the craft has to circle back around, and then as it's flying by, pick the buoy back up, and that is what yanks him back up via the tether. So that way, it doesn't have to have to be an infinite length, and it still allows for um, the idea that he can get stuck without his craft because he still has to wait for that a certain amount of time or whatever. But that way um, he is still always connected by the tether.
2: A buoy with a, a retractable tether, maybe. Exactly. Because seeing a giant cord going from the ground up into space would be a
1: pretty yeah, no, easy no, no, giveaway. No, no yeah, <laughs> definitely a retractable like, hmm. tether. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. Cool. See? So I'm I'm imagining how these three are all on a team together. Mm-hmm. Like well,
0: these I mean, these are the All the Joes are on a team. But right, but like the but This is our team. This made. is our, our
1: squad, yeah. this is our squad. This is our unit, right? So I mean, I'm thinking about how this would be an amazing extraction team because we've got the reconnaissance guy ready to drop down, mark the target, and then get out. And then you've got the uh, the the trap. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Lock and Spring uh, who can go in and non-lethally capture the target and then and then make make their way out because um, through because of the reconnaissance that that has been provided, can just easily get in. That he doesn't have to be super stealthy because all that's already taken care of by the reconnaissance, right? Uh, it's already being cataloged, and oh, here's here just here's your instructions: go in this exact way, and you know that that'll provide everything you need. And then they get the the person or whatever, and then they take him out through with, through after they they've been trapped, and then the family man interrogates them. I honestly <laughs> interrogation
0: and enforcement. I I think yeah, we've, yeah. we've we've I I would dare to say a great support team. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like leave the big explosion oh, crazy yeah. no, stuff no. to another G.I. Joe. The regular not but that. this is like, right, like Dropout sets up the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Spring either like keeps people within the area or booby traps the area. Right. For then the attack that the main G.I. Joe's carry out. Yeah. Then any prisoners are taken to And then
1: Family Man. Family Man. To Family Man. Yeah. yeah. Who
0: does his thing.
2: Yeah. S-
1: support team uh, Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm digging dudes. Cool. You like dudes? I love. I love dudes. I also do. Me too. I love you, dudes. I love you. you you're good dudes. Two dudes. Thanks.
0: Too. Um, cool. Weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I I think this was the only real way we could have gone with GI Joe,
1: was making this really cool characters, Years. making our own. Jokes. I'm I'm hopeful that eventually we do a Cobra episode mm-hmm. and. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But an option would be... The Pied Piper. The Plague Doctor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Plague Doctor is so good. Yeah. That's really good.
1: I uh, want option to Put a would pin in it. I'm holding on to it. The, making nemeses for each of Whoa, our characters. Oh,
2: I've got a couple ideas already. So... Perfect. perfect.
1: Sweet. The antithesis characters.
0: Well, I've got ideas already. <laughs> <laughs> um, if If you guys at home have suggestions for cool G.I. Joe characters that you would like to make um, please send them in like send them in with backstories with all that stuff like we'll read them on air Um, it'd be awesome to get a whole new roster of of uh, of uh, new G.I. Joe characters going yeah Uh, that'd be rockin G.I. Revisited is gonna be cool G.I. Revisited yeah G.I. Gerald's G.I. (laughs) Gerald's New age, yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> G Easy,
2: G I,
1: G's
2: Young Gerald's, yeah. um, Young Squeezy.
1: I mean, we are the G I Joe Zeta Squad. Yes, yeah. that's what we're. We need to add more right. people.
0: Yep. We need to add more to this uh, new group, so yeah. which seems to specialize in more back back. Alley like dealings, yeah, there. right, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, non a lot of non lethal non-lethal non-lethal yeah. support, yeah, that's yeah.
0: kind of what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler's uh, Family Man does a lot of cracking
1: knuckles, yeah. uh, family on <laughs> wants to talk to all of your characters, yeah, so he's not mad, yeah, he's just disappointed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Um, but yeah, that's it for the GI Joe episode. Um, thanks for tuning in, we really appreciate you listening. Um, we, uh, we hope you like the new sound of popular apocrypha um we've upgraded to a different mic and kind of trying out new recording setups and um different soundproofing things we're we're working on uh really trying to get a final space and maybe a final setup for sound um secure and uh there may be more changes in the future um so again just thank you for your for your patience and and uh letting us know what works and what doesn't and what you guys like um if you want to check us out um, you can check us out on our, on our website, uh, popularpocrypha.com. Um, you can check us out on all the socials. Usually we're under Papa Pock Podcast or Papa Pock or just search any of those main things. You can find us under all the main socials. Um, you can find us on any of the main, uh, podcast streaming platforms, including Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, yeah, wherever you want, uh, you
1: can find us. P-O-P-A-P-O-C dot com.
0: Pop Cool. Bang, boom, beam. So with that, I think we should roll for the next character. I think it is time to roll. Yep. All right, and I've got this guy right here. Nick, would you like to click the button? I would love to hit the button. And... Boom, Tyler. I, I showed it. That,
1: uh, on the pit, that's going to be... Let me see. That's going to be Master Chief. Master Chief? Yep, oh, okay. From Halo. And I who's that?
2: I who's doing it? I that's my turn. That's oh, Nick. Nick. Nick's up. It's going to be an episode...
1: also if this is super out of tune (laughs) if this is your first time joining us this was a little bit of a different podcast in some ways Mm -hmm. um didn't focus on one individual character so check out some of our previous work as well um let us know what you think about that uh, Mm -hmm. such as our last episode about jar jar or the one before that about the magic school bus or any of our others Mm -hmm. um we think they're great so we hope you do too
0: hercules was really good it was it was a very good episode and we have done several podcasts with other multiple characters in it too. So if you'd like to check those out as well, scooby doo the Disney Princesses, The Holy Brand Trinity. The Holy Brand Trinity, the Holy Brand Trinity Revisited. we've got all those for you guys. So some great ones. Ooh. Tune in next week for Master Chief. Oh boy. You don't
2: want to say that for next week? No. Okay. I want the, uh, I want the, I want the, uh, thing now. The now. You want it right now. I do oftentimes listen to that while I'm upstairs working. Do you really? I do. If you, occasionally, if you, if you want to pop out and listen, I've, I've got a blast thing. Can you do the arbiter voice? Uh. Master Chief. Uh, I think we're, heretic.
1: Heretic. <laughs> anyway. I don't understand any of these references. Oh man. We'll it's find be, out next week. gonna be a week, fun episode. So, <laughs> thanks
0: guys. Love you long time. Yeep, yeep.
2: Bye. Omelette with cheese. Oh. Gotcha, baby.